Welcome to Poppyak. I'm your host Momo, and it's time to talk about One Piece. This episode is a Sanji episode. We get the skull with the curly eyebrow, although in the show we get curly eyebrow erasure, and I'm not sure that I accept that. How do you not give him his most distinguishable feature? Also, I maybe uh, maybe the dub was fucky, or maybe I'm remembering it wrong, or something, or I'm just putting the wrong voice to his accent. But I remember Sanji in the show sounding like Dr. Girlfriend from the Venture Brothers. Or is it just me? I got Zeph all wrong. I would like to offer an issue, an apology to Zeph, the chef. I was like giving Sanji the riot act because how do you come into a chef's restaurant, right? And try to change his menu or like make stuff with his food, you know, like working in restaurant culture. I grew up in it, you know, my uncle ran a restaurant. I had, I felt a certain way about how Sanji was with Zeph, but it was just because he was familiar with him that he was that way. This man is like his father, practically. Um, we don't know what happened to uh, Sanji's family. The little flashback we get of Sanji, we don't get to know about his backstory really hard. We do see him as a young kid, but he's on a boat as a chef already, like, he looks like, at this point, he's a little bit past an apprentice, right, like, he is a sous chef at this point, even though he's a little kid, and he's cooking on a boat, which looks incredibly dangerous, like, I've never done that, I know it happens, because cruises, right, it just looks so dangerous, I'm cooking bacon in the kitchen, and it's a dangerous endeavor, how do you try to do that on then the waves on the high seas? <laughs> no fucking thanks. That sounds like one of the most hazardous jobs. But this kid is like killing it. And he's talking about this mythical place where there's all types of delicious seafood and delicious sea animals that we don't know about that we can now eat. <laughs> Which honestly, also a dream, to be honest. I would love to eat new sea creatures. They're delicious. Uh, but he's told, ah, shit does, that shit's not real. And uh, Zeph's a pirate at first, who shows up on the ship and ends up with this kid. He, This dude had a bandolier of spices. My man is like an ethnic mom. Who is the white motherfucker that made this? And then the British kid pipes up, and he's like, of course. <laughs> of course. And then the British kid goes, you are a fucking savage because you use oregano. And then ethnic mom Zeph is like, of course. I feel like that's it. That Zeph is just an ethnic mom. Like, that's his character. And I love that for him. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, Sanji had was raised by someone like that. Who kind of set him right. Even though Sanji is a brat. Because when I saw... I saw Sanji as a brat the whole episode. I never saw him as cool or suave or handsome like I did when I saw him in that one out-of-context episode of the show that I saw with him in it. He just comes across as a snot-nosed little kid. And he, even though he's a grown-ass man, he's still a snot-nosed little brat. And I think that that's, that's like, oh no. That drops him down in the sexiness rankings. As we can see. <laughs> Look, if we turn to the left at the board of sexiness rankings, me it was Mihawk, Sanji, Zoro. Zoro, especially because of today, he has risen in rank. Number two. Good job, Zoro. The ship capsizes, both ships, and these guys end up on the worst island imaginable. And this little type of island 
must have a special name. This is the second time in like a month I've seen this type of formation in water. In Pluto, the anime that if you're not watching, you should be watching because it's Astro Boy, but for grown-ups, definitely check out Pluto. But there was also a scene there with one of these rock formations at sea. I would love to know the official name for one of these. So let me know at audio underscore D-E-E on X or on Tumblr at Audio D. Zeph comes out and I was like, because remember, I got Zeph all wrong before. I was just like, he is a business owner and this is his employee relationship, right? No, I was wrong. It was, this is an ethnic mom and her child. The, they end up on this island and they la- they sit there for days, just fucking days with no food, barely any food. Zeph ends up eating his leg, which is why he has a peg leg. It's not just because he's a cool pirate. It's because he ate it to survive because he gave all the food to the kid. And it's because he is a working mom who has two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. And Zeph also has a pirate trick to save uh, to save Zoro, which is to put fishkin on him, which apparently, like, before he did it, my husband was like, oh, he's going to take the fishkin and graft it onto him. And I was like, what? No. And then he did. And I was like, what? How the fuck? And he's like, that's an old fisherman's trick. And I'm like, what? But I get, yeah, this is not just cartoon stuff. This is a real thing that happened in real life. So we go back and forth between this and the vice admiral, grandpa, vice admiral, grandpa, who is told by uh, Mihawk, like, look, that soup is a little too fresh. We just turned it on. It's not even warm yet. Let's get it boiling. Let's get it bubbling. Let the seasoning and the spices and ingredients marinate. Cook it on low. And Vice Admiral Grandpa was like, no, dude, I literally gave you a job. I I am your employer. He's like a uh, Gen Z employee, right, that starts and just joined the workforce. He's like, no, I don't think so. That's not, I'm not doing that. And you're just going to have to deal. And... He fucks off. But when this happens, Master Eavesdropper, I can't even remember his name, the Master Eavesdropper boy found out that, oh shit, Luffy is his grandson. He proceeds to then inspire the Vice Admiral to go full hog on his grandson. And and then I, my favorite part about that was at during that scene, Grandpa put on his silly dog hat, which meant business. Like he came out here with his silly dog hat and was like, I'm going to make an absolute serious declaration. And it is to hunt my grandsons to the end of the earth. And fucking scorched earth. Scorched earth. They take him absolutely seriously because they have to, right? Like, what would you do if your boss did that? I I would love to know. Let me know at aforementioned social media places. Or hit me up on IRC. I don't have an IRC. Do people do IRC anymore? Let me know at aforementioned social media places. Luffy is being hunted by some fish dudes. Who are like, look, man, I heard that this Luffy character has the map to the to the Grand Line. So, I'm going to get it from him. And also, because I'm the baddest ass pirate in this area. Like, I'm, I'm the starting boss. It'll be easy. This is the starting boss. Excellent. I can just take him out easy peasy. Who's looking for me? And, and the shark guy's like, me. And you know who told me? I found Chop Chop's head, who had his ear in your hat. And was listening to everything you've ever said. He knows about your hopes and dreams, bro. He knows that you might be in love with Zoro. 
Because that's another thing that hap- that is happening. So much so that he lets him put himself in danger. Nami was right in a way when she's like, why did you let him do that? Like, you're his boss. You could have told him, nah, that's stupid. Don't do that. That's silly. But, you know, Luffy absolutely was like, no, man, I'm never going to get in, in the way of anybody's dreams. Which, when he said that, Nami should have then went, Maybe I should just talk to him about my dreams, even though he might just tell people about my whole shit. Like, you have to weigh what to tell Luffy, but tell him something, right? I don't know. Maybe she she should have looked at that and thought that. She's like, hey, don't mangle him with your mouth like I know that you are capable of. Instead, let him drown, knowing that there's plenty of people around that can save him. That was a very smart move by Nami's part so I don't think Nami actually betrayed anybody and I think that that map container is empty she's just lying and once she's on the boat it'll be too late and Nami made the sacrifice for the greater good Nami Nami actually maybe is playing four-dimensional chess and I'm just too dumb as a viewer to keep up with her we'll see we'll see what happens in the next few episodes if I'm wrong and Nami actually betrayed him if I'm right and uh, I was wrong about Nami or in a secret third thing that Nami wanted both those things. She wanted to get away from these people and she's like, I don't want him to die though. So this is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. The fish men look incredible. I love the makeup on all the fish people, but I will say the CGI in this episode was not as good as the, as the makeup in this episode. The CGI at all times in this episode did not look good. It looked okay when Luffy would do his punchy stuff, but I thought that like even scenes of them standing in lo- on location, air quotes, you could tell was just them standing on a soundstage and that kind of sucked. Everything else looks great. I love the CGI. Just I'm just hoping that because this was season was a success, that next season will have an even bigger budget and we'll have even better CGI. Maybe CGI workers that aren't overworked and underpaid as well. That'd be great. He woke up. He 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 was just out for a little bit. He's okay, but he just needed to rest and get his. He's getting his strength back on the boat. And then Nami mentioned that he's laying in her bed, and I was like, oh yeah, because Zoro slept in a hammock. It probably wouldn't be great for him to be in a hammock in this condition. So, I get it. <laughs> this episode ends with everybody kind of getting on the boat. This episode kind of ends with everybody kind of. Zeph eventually kind of kicks the baby bird out of the nest and goes, look. Sanji, you need to go and mature and do the thing you wanted to do. Like, I gave you the skills and ability. You can kick real good somehow. I don't know if you always could do that, but you could kick really well. So now that you can do that and you could cook really well now, hopefully use oregano. Please use seasoning, my son. But it's time to go out into the world and do your own thing and spread your wings. Their goodbye was actually really heartfelt. And I thought it was very effective. But the crew is on the road again. Luffy understands the assignment. He gets that Nami saved his life, actually. So he's like, Let, we're just going to add... Nami never left the crew. Let's just let's just go get her back. I need my navigator because I can't just go to the Grand Line. I don't know where that is. And also, like, you guys are my family now. So, too bad. Thanks for listening. <laughs>